chaos broke out earlier at the Goodwood Magistrates Court in Cape Town ahead of uh, the appearance of a 54-year-old man in connection with the murder of 8-year-old Tasne van Veek. The man was arrested on Tuesday in Craddock in the Eastern Cape. Uh, this, uh, when he was being transported back to the uh, to Cape Town, he led the police to van Veek's body, uh, which was in a stormwater pipe on the N1 near Worcester. Now, for more on this, uh, we join in the line by Tandi Mao following that case for us. Tandi please uh, give us a brief description of what happened earlier uh, in court and uh, what was the ultimate decision regarding the appearance of the 54-year-old man. It was really chaotic, you know. I've covered these kind of cases, but I've never seen such a huge turnout of supporters who came to with the family uh, to court. Uh, there was a lot of people, you know, it was difficult for the police to control them to an extent that they pushed their way through the entrance, no security checks, nothing. And then they pushed their way also into the courtroom. It was packed. Uh, to an extent that at some point the police asked everyone to go outside so that they can be searched, and they refused totally, I guess, because they are worried about that they will not get space if they come back again. But at some point the magistrate came in and warned everyone that, you know what, you must behave, otherwise we're going to delay, this case is going to take much longer, and maybe next time I will not be able to allow you into the courtroom. So with that, at least it was a bit quiet in the courtroom, but and, and, the, and the suspect was brought up into the courtroom. Uh, he came into the courtroom with his face covered, and uh, there was a bit of a commotion, you know, where the people say he must, he must lift the, he was covered in his own shirt. He must show his face, he's such a coward and everything. Uh, but uh, in the courtroom itself, uh, he, he got a legal aid representative uh, who mentioned to the court that his client had injuries on his body, on his ribs, that his ribs were painful, he's struggling to stand or sit down, he's got also injuries on his right and left arm. And also he was alleging that the, the representative said he's alleging that uh, the injuries were sustained as a result of the action of the police. Uh, but he did not apply for bail. He said he didn't have any, any instructions to apply for bail. Uh, also the state anyway mentioned that even if he does apply for bail, he will, they will oppose it. And then outside Sapina, when we spoke to the NPA, they told us, you know, it didn't come out in court. But later, when we spoke to the to the to the spokesperson Eric Dabazalila, he mentioned because we also have heard that he had previous convictions because he's out on parole. So he mentioned that there were eleven convictions. So he's been uh, in and out, in and out of of prison since in the 1980s for a lot of at least series of crimes, including murders as well. So the case today was postponed to the 17th, 17th of April for further investigations. Also, the magistrate gave us a ban. They said we shouldn't, we shouldn't use this, the show any pictures of the of the accused. Tandiswa, did uh, the charges were charges put to him? Uh, what charges is he facing at this point? Uh, the charges were not put to him, but uh, from the NPA we heard that he's facing charges of kidnapping and murder. Like you said, the girl was found at some train in Worcester. Worcester is about from where this girl lives in in Elsis River. So those details didn't come out of court 
yet how he got there. But when we spoke to the family earlier, you know, earlier when this thing happened, when this disappearance was was reported, the parents were saying um, they were looking for the girl for about three hours. They were running around in the township looking for the girl until somebody mentioned that he had seen this this man, the accused, uh, taking a taxi to Paro with her. Okay. So they say that's how they connected this man to the disappearance of the girl. So that's when they reported to the police and the investigation started. And he was found uh, on Monday. He was found in, in K-Dog. But such details have not come out in court. But the police mentioned during the week that he was arrested in, in K-Dog. And then they drove him back here in Cape Town to stand there uh, to face the magistrate uh, today. Now, yesterday we we heard from a very distraught mother, um, you know, just how broken she was and how she actually blamed the system. And and, and she actually mentioned the president saying that she blames uh, the president for this man having been out on parole when he shouldn't have been. And the fact that he was enabled essentially through the system to do this. Uh, So... We understand that he was out on bail for rape uh, when uh, little Tasne van Beek was murdered. Did any of this come to light? Were you able to find out any more information in this regard? The, you know, Sakina, when we spoke to the, to the community members that came to support the family outside, they were also they were on about parole system of the country because they are saying, you know what, these people get arrested and they get hurt and they they get sentenced and they come out on parole and then we, the communities, we have to deal with them. All those people who plan them parole are not here. That's what the mother was saying. All those people are not here now to see us cry, to see the families being hit like this. So the parole system also was very, very much in their, in their, in, in, it was deep in their messages today. Also saying, you know, they must be, the, the death, death sentence should be considered for people who commit crimes like this. Failing which at least a, a life sentence should mean just that, that not 25 years ago. So those, those were the end communities that, uh, that were, Speaking outside the court, the court today. And uh, final one, Tandiswa, um, uh, at least uh, just uh, the second to last question. Is there any information about how this man actually got hold of little Tasne? Was he known to the family? How, how did he get to have this child with him? The information we have, uh, Sakina, is that this man lives just across the road from the family. It's a person they've seen, you know, recently, because the information is that he's been paroled. I think he's been out for about a year, and he was, uh, he was, there's that thing they tag the, the, the parolees with. I don't know, I think he had removed it because they couldn't trace him. But he was around the community in, in, the, in the period, so people know him. And also, you know, the other thing that they were mentioning, Sakena, is that, you know, there's this other girl that was Michaela Williams. She was 12 years old. She was also uh, killed by a suspect who lives just two doors from their home. So that's why they were saying that, you know what, these people, uh, we, don't, we never get informed even by the parole system that this this is the type of 
crime that this person has committed, and then they go ahead and kill other. They commit, recommit uh, the crime. Like we hear with this, with this, uh, with the accused today that he was in prison for a similar crime. So the people are, are saying, you know what, these people get released into our communities. We know them because we even with the Michaela Williams case, the parents were saying, we knew this man. He came to our house now and again. You know, we sat with him. We, we shared some meals with him. We didn't know that he had come. He was out on parole for this type of a crime. It's the same here in this community also. The Van Vick uh, family says, we knew about this man. We didn't know about him, but we knew he's the man who's around the community, but we didn't know about the crimes he had committed. Otherwise, we would not have allowed him around our children or we would have been more vigilant around him. So he was known in the community, and uh, he, as, he, as he, it was said, uh, he was seen, with this girl, it was one of the members of the community who identified, who was able to spot him with this girl in the taxi. That's why they were able now to connect this man to this child. But it's a person that is known among themselves. And just a final one: When is the suspect expected to appear in court again, Tandiswa? The case was postponed to the 17th of April, Sakina, because they are saying they need, they need. They need to in, to complete the investigation. Also, that's what was mentioned also by the magistrate in Muki when she, she instructed the media uh, to not to use the photos of the magistrate. It's still very early in the investigation. We don't want to jeopardize the case of the police. So you'll be back on the 17th of April. Tanu Samao, our reporter out in Cape Town. Thanks for that update.